This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. This is Fitzmar Podcast number 39, recorded December 23rd, 2012. Welcome back. Hey, welcome back. It's uh, the, the 23rd, and that means the world didn't end on the 21st. No, not too bad. So, so I'm thinking one of two theories is going to come up, um, that people are going to say they read it wrong, and it was what, it's supposed to be December 12th, 2021? No. no. I, I, think, I think what's going to happen is what, I think the the common interpretation that didn't get as much press was that it's just a cycle anyway. Right. And we're just entering another cycle like they probably yeah. did before that. So Yeah. Well what <laughs> my, my, my personal theory though is that the uh the calendar maker, you know, did his five thousand years, he had an apprentice. Um, but his apprentice was a uh, you know, kind of a procrastinator. Figured he had five thousand years, you know, and then the uh, Yeah, whatever. And he's like, I could put it off for a year or two and then the Spanish came and, and everything ended. So Well, you know, the way I look at it is I mean, we've been through this a couple of times with with uh modern computer technologies. Right. You know, the world didn't end when the early DOS machines ran out of days. Yep, exactly. Uh, so Oh. So, uh, you know, whatever. It's a new cycle. You know, new just, year coming up. Or use a four-year day. We're good. There we you go. Know? It's kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> we can make it happen. So we have the technology. So, but uh, I guess the the fitness myth we wanted, oh, yes. we wanted to kind of bust is uh, um, you know going through you know I you know follow some people on Twitter or Facebook things like that and had uh, an interesting little uh, Twitter post that came up. Uh, Somebody going, you know, hey, it, it's if you're lifting, you know, and you're doing the 20, 25 rep range, all you're doing is wasting your time doing cardio because you're not getting any benefit from the lift. And uh, and really, you are because, again, what you have to look at, whether you're doing a, you know, five rep range, a 10, 12 rep range, a 20 rep range, 25 rep range, is that the muscles are hitting fatigue to failure. If you're in a 12 rep range and you're not hitting that failure, you're not benefiting from it. If you're in a 20 rep range and you're hitting, getting that fatigue where the muscles are sore, you're hitting failure, you are benefiting from it. So it has less to do with the number of reps and more to do with how once you're challenging the muscle at that point. So it's just always interesting to, to hear somebody going, oh, you shouldn't be in that high a rep range. It's not going to benefit you any. You're just wasting your time. Huh. Well, no, you're not. So I would beg to differ. I guess. Yeah, exactly. I've, you know, in my 15 years with all the clients I've worked with and the, uh, the results they've got, I would yeah, I was say, say as I one of proof. them who got results and right. did high rep range for some of it, you right. know, it's like, uh, maybe not. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, uh, my view of it's more correct. And again, I don't, I don't typically reply to those or make, make comments to them or anything like that simply because it's, you know, I don't feel I need Twitter. to, but it's Twitter. And, you know, but, um, just keep that in mind. Sometimes when you, when you hear things like that, it does get to be, uh, certain people have their opinions and, uh, oftentimes they're not a full, um, opinion. They're not a full sentence, uh, especially on Twitter, uh, because yeah, limited, right, limited right. range, you know, oh, people yeah. are, will say something and they're going for a general view. Um, and maybe what they're seeing and what they're saying is not actually coming across as, as clearly. But again, as long as you're getting that fatigue, as long as you're getting that failure, the number of reps is, is less important, um, to the uh, to the results as it is that you're challenging the muscles. You know, again, going back to weights as well. Whether you lift five pounds or fifty pounds, less important if you get that fatigue, you hit that failure point. Yeah, you know, I'm always fascinated with uh, what you see people do all kinds of stuff at the gym. Yes, you do. 
And I, and I mean, that applies to me as well, you know, or you or anybody else right. when they see from the other side, you know? Right. I and, and it's interesting that there are so many ways to get where you want to go. Correct. And and in so many different places you can go that it should not be surprising that at the gym you'll see people do dramatically different things. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's wacky, you know? Right. And, and admittedly, every now and then you'll see something, and even I will see something and be like, man, I have no idea if, what that <laughs> is going to do for anybody. Right. And it may indeed be that it's not. But, right. But a lot of times you'll see somebody do something and uh, it, and it, it it just doesn't pay to ridicule because not only is it none of your damn business, you know, Correct. but, but a lot of times you, you just don't know what they might be doing. Like, even if you see somebody moving very little weight, right. It may be that they're trying to get used to emotion or they're Correct. trying to, you know, well, and, and again, a big thing is, is, you know, one of the things that, uh, um, I personally like to do, um, after I've warmed up and I'm going to go out with a lift, if I'm going to go with a, with a compound lift, like a squat or a deadlift, um, oftentimes you'll see me squat the bar. I'll do a number of reps just with the bar. I'll actually warm up with the, the form deadlift, just grab the bar, do the motion. How is it feeling? Am I, am I, is my back positioned right? Is my legs yeah, before, you know, it's under right? load. before it's under a heavy load? And for me, that's not a, that's not a heavy load. So I can actually warm up through that range of motion. And, uh, and again, same thing as when you're going down on the, on that drop set, you might get down to that bar and that's heavy. You know, so you know, don't be don't be judging <laughs> yeah. looking at somebody going, man, they're only lifting 20 pounds. And oh, they're struggling. <laughs> hey, that might be the end of a, you know, a, what do we count? There's uh, how many figure different reps There's like hitting like 80, 90 reps on some of the drop sets. And you're just like, OK, I'm done. Five pounds is heavy at that point. My oh, muscles yeah. don't want to do we, we anything. We were doing shoulders the other day, and we did a pyramid right. and ended up with uh, 14 sets. 14 sets. Yeah, it was ridiculous. You know? But the... <laughs> Uh, and a funny example of something that people saw me and you could see people snickering while I was doing it right. with them, you know, yep. is like uh, at, at the end of chest day. Right. I wanted to, you know, normally I would use flies on the cable, cable flies to right. kill whatever's left, you know, and go exactly. over there and just literally wave them around until yep. you can't wave them around anymore. How, you can't even move your log how many they are. Sometimes <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, you just wave them around until you dead. can't. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all cable machines, not surprisingly, were full. I mean, they're so useful, you know? Right. You can do so damn much with them. everything. Yeah, really. I mean, so they were all full. So I'm like, oh, well, hell with it. I just need some kind of general chest exercise. Right. So I grabbed an incline an incline bench, which was a magically open, <laughs> yeah, and just grabbed the bar and, and just right. did incline presses with the bar until I couldn't right. do it anymore. And I mean, like 40 or 50 of them, because you know, sure. the bar doesn't weigh anything, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> but the muscle's firing, and at a certain point, you're like, I couldn't oh, lift right, it anymore. Can't lift it. I figure, hey, okay, I did a wide grip. I did what I did. It's close right. enough, you know? Which goes back to the myth of, you know, if you're doing 50 reps, you're just <laughs> doing <failure>. cardio. <laughs> no, you're not. The muscles no longer fire. They no longer can lift the bar. They've been challenged in that in the muscular development portion of it. So but Yeah, you'd see people come by and look, and you're just sitting there waving the bar up and right. down, you know, and they're just like, you know, you could just see that. You know, that's not going to do anything for you. Look, and you're like, you have no idea, man. You, you haven't. You know yeah. <laughs> come do the full workout yeah. with me. You yeah, know, at and the then, end, we'll deal with We'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> exactly. So, but uh, you know, um, I, I, another couple of things that I heard this week that might be fun to talk about, if you don't mind. Not at all. Um, one was, uh, someone that was just getting a long time listener. Uh, I think it was on Facebook. I mentioned that he was getting back to the gym, you know, right. this year and he had access to one that he hadn't before. Uh, he does not have access to training. Okay. 
and uh, he he was looking to do exercises with kettlebells, and and he was concerned with doing. He was, and one of the questions he asked me, uh, and I haven't had a chance to respond yet, but was going to was whether or not I did compound exercises early, and the answer was hell no, no, right, not even not even close. No, we definitely we. We avoided those for a, a fair amount of time. Yeah, to more really, than a year. Yeah. And then there was even a couple of them that we started working in, looked at the form and said, nope, nope. not ready for yet. Yeah. Others we said, okay, you're, you're ready for. Um, compound exercises are wonderful in the fact that they work a lot of different muscles. They become very useful functionally in that outside of the gym, most of the motions that you do are, comp- are, yeah. are, are compound. Um, the big thing to watch um, with kettlebells is the weight and the fact that you're you're moving the body in a lot of different directions. Um, there's a lot of really good exercises that love kettlebells. Um, there's a number with twist. Be very careful with the twist because again, depending on how you twist and if you don't keep the spine straight, there's that little there's a compression on each side of the disc which can cause cause injury. If the obliques aren't strong enough to support it, then you're starting to put pressure. I have on a there. great example of that. Sure, it's unreal. It was long before I knew you. Right. So I played in a band for okay. a long time, and uh, you know you have rack gear, right? Right. So I had a twelve U rack case, okay, that was full of gear, right? <clears throat> it probably weighed. And this is embarrassing, but it probably weighed I don't know fifty, sixty pounds. Okay, in hindsight, right, right. <laughs> but uh, if you can imagine, I was standing square on, and it was to the right of me and on the ground, right? And I picked it up, which is an oblique, right? Motion, you know. Yep. I picked it up and swung it across the other way. Sure. I mean, it's a, it's a classic oblique exercise. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, very much so. I do it at the gym all the time. Now. now you're like, I got this. With more weight than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but picked it up and swung it across like that and had a pain so bad. It was like, um, it, it was, it was in my, my back. Right. But it, it was one of those pains that shot around. The sure. circumference of the Ooh, body. Yeah, definitely. And felt like somebody grabbed me. It pushed all the air. Like the I constricted, like yeah, knocked the wind like, out of you. Yeah, and yep. I knocked the wind out of myself and uh, fell on the ground. And I, I literally, I thought I was going to, I was concerned that I had hurt my back or, right. or injured. I could not, like if I sat up, it would, the stabbing pain was so much that I would push air out again. Oh, wow. Okay. And I had trouble breathing. So I, I laid on the ground for about five minutes and thought, crap do i need to call an ambulance right and and, you know something really bad happened to me and then uh audra was not happy about this and then laid there for probably another 10 minutes right before i realized it was getting slightly better sure and i'm like that wouldn't happen if this was a true back injury or something else i'm like i'll probably be okay let's wait right and i it took about 45 minutes and i could get up and it was very painful sure i could move around i couldn't move gear i couldn't do anything for days afterward right it's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the same. It's yeah. that injury. It's that, it's that injury. And it's the, the, the spinal column needs to basically take over because the, the muscles can't hold it. So the skeleton that's then becomes right. part of it. And that's, that's not good. That's, and yeah. probably the, the biggest, the mo- the, probably the classic kettlebell one you, you see is the kettlebell swing. Which is one of the ones yeah. he was mentioning. Yeah. yeah. It's a great exercise when done correctly. Important thing to remember, though, is the core needs to be very tight when you do it. You need to keep the back very flat, very straight. You need to be good at squats. You need to be able to be good at front arm raises. Um, you know, uh, with the like with a with a dumbbell, um, you need to have a good strong core, and you need to be able to really keep good alignment with the body. If you start light, it's 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 one of the 
one of the better kettlebell exercises overall. Um, but I see a lot of people they're they keep their butt up in the air. They don't squat low enough. They round their back. They're swinging. Um, they swing it up and then they just let it drop down and then they catch it where the arms kind of go slack. That just sucks for the shoulder because then you're trying to catch it right at the end. You want to control it up and control it back down. Um, so again, yes, it's a good exercise if you're ready for it. Um, and if you're not sure if you're ready for it, start very light. And that's a good advice for any exercise. Anytime you do something new, start light, get the feel for it, let the body move through it and find out how well it's going to work for you. You know, and, and this would have made a great myth actually for one of the podcasts, but hell with it. It's, it's appropriate. Here, I will I add it in now. Sure. Is, is that, you know, you have to do these, these difficult exercises, very difficult exercise. And by right. difficult, I don't mean difficult weight wise. Correct. But, Not challenging wise, yeah, but, but yeah, complex exercises that right. require a whole lot of things to be right Correct. for them to work. And, and, and in a lot of cases to not hurt you. Right. And, and that you have to somehow do those to get benefit. And, right. and it's just not true. And I can, even in my limited experience, I can say from my own experience, right. That's just not true. I, I I've, well, let me put it this way. I knew a number of people who started working out at the same time I did. Right. Um, I did a lot of things that weren't really sexy, you know? Oh, right. I mean, I, and I just didn't give a damn. I just did it. You <laughs> You're know? like, screw it. Just do it. <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, I spent a lot of time on machines, you know, right. because, hey, you know, it's harder to hurt yourself on a machine when Definitely. you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you know? The machine locks you into pro- pretty close to good form every time. I mean, you can screw it up some, well, but I- at least... It's less. And you, and you described the form, and, you, and, and I worked on the form on the right. machine, and it was a good learning experience. Exactly. You know? But the point being that all these things, and a lot of them, too, I did, and I'm like, I don't even know what this is going to do for me, you know? <laughs> and then you find out two years later, right. when you're like, hey, I haven't had an injury of this kind, and I can't remember when. Right. All the people I know are having them. And huh. that, yeah, why are they hurting, and I'm And that's not. when I come rolling back, and I'm like, so Mitch, what? <laughs> you know, so why were we doing this? What the hell were we doing this for, you know? Right. But, but seriously, I mean, it, it wasn't sexy stuff, but it, it damn well had the effect, you know? Right. And I, I think it pays in a way. You know how we kind of talk about with diet almost the lazy diet, like eating what you focusing on what you want, even when you're restricting or changing your diet. Correct. Maybe the way to say this would be that it, it makes sense to be a lazy workout person. Like <laughs> in a, in the good, end, good way to phrase it. Sure. You sure. want as much benefit as you can get with the least risk to yourself. Definitely. You know, oh, so yeah, if definitely. there's a way to get the benefit right without with less risk, I want to do that. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I don't care if it looks cool or if right. my buddies are going to be like, oh, you know. Right. I want the damn effect. Exactly. That's what I want. Yeah. I mean, and just because, you know, if, if you, everybody's over there in the free weight area, the squat rack and the dumbbells and the barbells and you're doing machines and guess what? You're in doing machines 50, 52 weeks out of the year without injury and they're hurting themselves and they're out for a couple weeks here and there, back and forth, can't do as much. Who's getting more benefit in the long run? Definitely I, the one not getting injured. And I can, again, I can point to that. I mean, I go to, I've been at the same gym, you know, for right. for two, almost three years. Yeah. Actually, three Actually, years. Three years, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. It's been three years. And and I see a lot of the same people there. Right. Not surprisingly. Oh, definitely. Because they see me there. So I'm the same, you know? <laughs> right, right. And uh, there have been a lot of people that I have seen doing those exercises all the time. Right. And uh, I've done up and down and all around and been all back and forth through that damn place. Right. 
and I made more changes than they have. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And I know they're there. I see them there all the time. Yep. It's, it's not, not that, that they're not trying. Yeah, it's not that they're not putting in time and effort, right. Right. but not in and the I right way. I don't know what it is or exactly what, but I know this. I know that I can say from personal experience that you don't have to do all those most difficult exercises to make progress. And I also know that running forward to those, if you're not ready, is not only not going to get you progress because you're going to you're going to miss the form. Right. So you won't get all the extra benefit of doing that anyway. Right. And you're very likely to hurt yourself. Yeah, exactly. Which sucks because injured blows. It does. Well, and it's in the nice thing about training using the machines and using the good form and not um, injuring yourself is that when it comes to the point where, and uh, probably never let you forget this, where you over pushed it on the back and it started yeah, to hurt. one time. One time. But you went, this doesn't feel right. Yeah, this yeah. is significantly different than how it's supposed to. I don't mind the muscles hurting, but this is wrong. And you stopped and, we're, and took the time yeah. to fix it. Yeah. So again, it, it allows you to actually recognize what is a good soreness and what is, oh shoot, I really screwed something up soreness. Yeah, that was a deadlift, by the way. Yeah. As if anybody doesn't know. So speaking of compound speaking exercises. Of those, <laughs> speaking of, and I've commented a number of times on, on past pound, uh, podcasts how much I love deadlifts. But also a number of times, and I know I've commented on this as well, but it um, bears saying again, is there are times when I've had deadlifts set into my routine and it just doesn't feel right. It's not going to happen. I lighten the weight. I you know, change the position of the hands. I change the stance. I'm lifting it wrong. I know I'm lifting it wrong. They're out. I'll go substitute something else. I'm not going to take the chance that for some reason I can't do it right that day. And you have to know that just because I wrote it down, just because I planned it, it doesn't have to be that lift. Um, I'm not locked into it. There's no rule that's going to look down and go, you're not going to get results because you didn't do what you planned. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if this applies to everybody. You, Having trained as many people as you have, you could probably tell me, but I feel like I know I, when I'm pushing, I will keep pushing to get the weight up because right. I don't want to, I don't want to miss an opportunity to put more on. Right. You know, so generally I'll try starting each time with, with a slightly higher weight because I can sure. always back down. You can always pull it down. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? If you only get a couple reps out, you just pull them off, keep going. You right. Know? But, you know, a lot of times in that effort to push it, the form will suffer. Right. And I feel like over time, the form will suffer slowly to where it's almost unnoticeable, except that it's actually getting bad. Correct. And sometimes I find that like every couple of weeks or maybe a month if in, in full splits, you know, right. Cause it might, you may have only done that four times in a month. Sure. Sure. But at some point, you know, I feel like I will back the weight down and focus on the form just right. to see what's changing. Well, and, you know, yeah. And a good, a good point of that is you can see people that are, even in very good shape, have obviously been training for a while, have really bad form on certain lifts and really good form on another. And part of that is, again, they're not really noticing it. It's a little bit off, you know? And it's the uh, boiling the frog thing, yeah, right? Exactly. Just like you just, little by little. Little by little, little by little. And what happens is, especially if somebody has an initial deviation to start, and, uh, um, Pick chest press, for example, um, on a machine, on cables, on free weights, whatever. There is a tendency to raise shoulder. Okay, <laughs> you're not kidding. <laughs> Typically, one side more than the other. Um, but because if weak the, side, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, which, if that's what you're typically used to doing when you're pushing, and since 
oftentimes you most people don't do a lot of pushing outside of the gym unless you're doing push-ups on your own most of it's going to be pulling not as much pushing so you're not going to, that's going to feel okay and so it doesn't feel odd you start building up that um, immunity essentially to feeling odd so it just becomes more and more and all of a sudden you look and you've got one shoulder right shoulder left shoulder whatever it may be really high the other one down low and it looks really weird but it feels right to you. So unless somebody points it out, you may not notice it. And that's, that is one of the biggest ones that I see. Um, chest press has probably some of the biggest deviations of anything um, within the gym. There's so many different ways that people do it. But it's also one of the ones that you can slowly progress and actually get fairly strong and still be in a point where you're right on the edge of doing some serious damage to the shoulders. You know, I, I was just going to say this is something that, uh, from my experience, I and I had never worked with a trainer before I worked with you, right. but I, I had worked with numerous private instructors for music. Right. And, and I think one of the major differences between a good trainer and a great trainer, seeing that, you know, at least, you know, unless you're rich. Right. Which... Booyah, if you are, yeah, I can think of it. no better way to spend it than <laughs> right. go find a trainer and unload on them and let right. them help. You know, I would. Right. If the availability was, if 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 I was rich, I would be every damn day be changing everything up for every day. But uh, I'd have a spotter. Exactly. <laughs> like, fine. Just spot <laughs> me. I want to go. Yeah. But um, it, it's that, you know, the, all that time that you're not there, you know, the only benefit comes is if I can see those things. Right. So like, you know, the number of times that, that we spent while doing, while I was doing the exercise instead of just shooting the general bull, right. You know, talking about what the deviations were to look for, what they look like when I'm doing it, pointing it out, but not just saying, Hey, put your shoulder down, but rather, Hey, look, your shoulder went up. That's the weak side. It's happening a lot. You want to pay attention to that. This is, you see how that feels. Okay. That's how it feels when it's right. Correct. Uh, and stop. It, how, hey, that's how it feels when it's wrong. You know? Right, right. You st- and you catch yourself after all those years now, whenever, and even when I do a different kind of chest mo- press motion. Correct. I, 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 I see like, it happen. I'm like, minute, got oh, it. that's not right, you right. know? Well, and part and, of it, too, is is trying to point out to the fact of, okay, it's going to, it's, in the beginning, it might be happening every fifth one or sixth one or so. So, as a general rule, I would say, okay, at every five, stop check reset and go again so even if you don't consciously notice it drop it back down every time pull the shoulders down pull the shoulder or whatever the deviation correct for it correct for it and after a while you become much more aware oh wait now i feel it and so by adding in that initial correction is going to help anybody that's lifting to do better throughout it on their own which as a trainer I want everyone to be able to do it on their own. I want them to be able to find those on their own because again, no matter, I mean, no matter whether someone trains with me, you know, twice a month or three, four days a week, I do still want them to do some, be able to do some on their own. And I want them to know what to look for because again, I got people that train with me three, you know, three days a week, four days a week, but they also travel. Well, when they travel, unless they're going to fly me along with them, you know, they need to know what they're going to be able to do um, on their own. And so it's very important to me as a trainer that people understand what I'm looking at, why I'm making the correction, as opposed to just making the correction. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's the difference between between good and great. You right. know? Good is make sure that you do okay while you're there. But, right. but, but great is instilling in you over time the, you know, the ability to look at it yourself and to at least with the things that you've already done, be right. able to pay attention. Other thoughts for uh, for getting started and, and trying to get quick results, you know, I, I still say that 
from my experience, the consistency is worth more than almost anything else. I would agree. You know, so like simple exercises done correctly right. and regularly are going to produce far better results than right. very complex exercises done incorrectly or done irregularly. Right. Well, and the, the thing is, too, is although you know the, the complex compound exercises are really good in a functional aspect in that they do help you outside of the gym, inside of the gym, a little bit more muscle work, a little bit more calorie build. If you were to look just purely number-wise, how many extra calories you would burn on a day, say, doing, um, let's say, squats, um, you know, uh, uh, split squats or German lunges, um, other, you know, some deadlifts, for example, or if we were to do leg press, leg extension, leg curl, and uh, say, seated row, it's kind of, you know, or hyperextension, something, you know, hitting all the similar muscle groups, um, you might burn a few extra calories with the compound because it's, it is harder work, you are burning more, but the potential for injury, if you're not ready for it, significantly higher with the with the complex exercises. So in the long run, those few extra calories that you burn, those few extra the extra muscles that you work may not be worth it over the year if you're out. Because you take one for day any, out. Anytime. Yeah, yeah. For any time. You miss that one one day, any benefit that you would have seen over the year is gone. So again, not to say don't do them if you're good, if you've well, got no, the if you've say- got the skill for it. But in hind in hindsight, I was thinking back, and and I know without all of it in front of us, it's hard to tell. But all of the results I've gotten, I've only had two compound exercises in ever. Right. Right. Deadlifts and and cleans and cleans. Yeah. That's it. And they were only in for a brief time. Right. And I and I still remember the very first time I uh, showed you clean, yeah. uh, let alone with the yeah, squat that was rack. Scary. Um, and it was just the bar. Yeah. And we did a couple and I was like, nope, you're not ready for it. Nope. And, I thought I was going to hurt myself with yeah. the bar. And then it was a uh, probably a year and a half later that, until we tried them again. And that was putting in front squats, putting in good squats, putting in the full range of motion, putting in reverse curls, getting all of the different aspects of the, the clean. And then we added it in and all of a sudden it was like, there you go. And all of a sudden it was like, hey, it's working. <laughs> and But again, it was one of those things that it's like, you're not ready for it. We need to build these sections of it up. And there was no reason to leave it in there. And yeah, I'm just saying, I mean, I got pretty significant results. Right. And I've only had two compound exercises in my workout ever. Ever. Yeah. And for a short time, over three years of working out, um, less than six months of it. Right. And only the two exercises. Because typically, many others. You know, typically, you know, when we're doing, because like when we were doing the squats, we'd use the Smith machine or they had the other plate loaded squat. Gives you a little bit more support, allows you to really attack the legs without having to worry about balance. Because we could work on balance in other ways. And I was fine with that and a lot less likely for injury. And we, you know, have obviously made some success. (laughs) And have not been injured. So So anyway, I I don't, uh, yeah, uh, good stuff. Definitely not a requirement. No, not at all. So, and I would say that I would factor in if you want to do those and you're not familiar with them, uh, that would be a pretty high, I think would prioritize getting some instruction. Definitely. Even if it's just a little. Even, yeah, just something to really make sure you're in proper form because those are the ones you're going to most likely see people hurt themselves with. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hog our, hog our, our podcast. Um, oh, not at all. That was a, I mean, I always love to see, you know, the, you know, uh, <laughs> people, you know, ask questions, things like that. Cause that's, you know, I like to know what people want to want to hear us talk about because that's what, what helps us to, you know, to, to target the areas. And typically if one person has a question, a lot of the others do as well. So, yeah, yeah. 
We did have a call this week, if you'd like to. Let's cue that up. Hi, Chuck and Mitch. Uh, this is Maggie from Northern Virginia. I was just listening to you guys talk about um, the body and media device and how you can't enter calories very well. Um, I had a body bug for a while, and when I first got it, I called them and asked how to input food because I was used to using Lose It, and they were able to put in a 100-calorie button for me, so it was just food and 100 calorie, and so, you know, if I ate 500 calories for lunch, I could put, I just put five servings in, um, you know, to make that 500. Um, I don't think there was a way to put in, like, I had a banana and I had soup and, you know, I don't think there's a way to do that as easy, Um, but if you call and ask them, they will add that to your device. Um, So, yeah, there's a tip for that. So, um, hopefully that helps, and I enjoy the show, and... I hope you guys have a happy holidays. Bye-bye. Good to hear from you. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's good to know. Both um, the body bug and the body media allow custom foods. Right. So you could put your own custom whatever in to make it kind of easy. The body media I've played with a little bit. Right. And uh, if you do use something like Lose It or – and, and I'll, we'll, we'll report back. We're both still kind of getting used to it. But right. With uh, body media, if you're not going to use body media's – input itself and you can put individual foods and everything it's just kind of clunky um if you're not going to use that uh, you can put it to estimation mode i'm making finger quotes here they call (laughs) it estimation which is not an estimate for me i mean i'm logging in my net diary but i'm just taking my daily calorie consumption and putting it in as the estimate so that i can use the cow the the uh the the balance right function uh within body media um Another way, of course, is to use like my fitness pal, right. which will will link. Yes. And the uh, having looked into it, because I'm going to make my own here when I get a right. chance, uh, I do <laughs> have, the, I have read the API documentation for. <laughs> so you know and how. They, yeah. And they will. You cannot push individual food items right. into, into body, body media. media. However, you can push meals with all their specs in. So you could have it's everything from functional. my net diary yeah. and push it right through. So. Well, or in, in the case of uh, my fitness pal, you know, right. it'll, it'll do that. But, um, yeah, and of course what I'm going to do is is scrape it out of my net diary and, right. and move the meals over somehow. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not there yet. But anyway, um the, so if you're, if you're uh, using body media and you don't have anything else, put just you can put your stuff in. That's number right. one, probably the best. Um, number two, if you're already on my net diary or lose it or something, both right. great, a- great both. applications. Now they're badass. Both of them are right, absolutely right. badass. Um, then you can definitely uh, put your very easily put the daily number in, which is enough to get some of the data right back out of it. And uh, if you're using my fitness pal, which I understand I got an email this week from a listener who uh, spent some time working with it and came from my net diary and is like, Hey, sure. it's gotten a little better. Uh, you can indeed, he, sh- he did explain a way that you can copy and paste foods from other places. Right. Which was, is one of my biggest objections sure, to, sure. to my fitness pal is the multi-step kind of entry. I'm like, right. no, I'm not doing that, but, uh, it's gotten better. So anyway, lots of options. Right. And I'm taking a slightly different, uh, route is I'm actually am in uh, the body media, typing in my custom foods, putting them in. And nice. uh, the one thing is where it makes it easy for me is that I typically eat 
basically the same foods most every day. Um, it, they might be one, you know, lunch, dinner might switch around a little bit, but I'm pretty consistent on the foods I eat. Um, but again, it is a little bit more time consuming to have to type it in. I like the accuracy of, of typing it in. Yeah. Um, but uh, again, it's just one of those choices that you have to make. Like I say, if you've already are comfortable with one uh, with a, an app that you're using, you can go to the estimation mode, type in, you know, 2,200 yeah. calories, boom, you've got it. And it'll give you the estimation. Like I say, it doesn't give you the, the protein, carbon, fat breakdown. Um, but that's not a, not necessarily a big deal in, you know, I mean, cause you'll have I that have breakdown just elsewhere, just, just not, yeah. not right there. Um, so we're basically attacking it from, yeah. from two different angles. So we'll be able to report out on how, how well it's working and everything that way. Yeah. Generally my kind of, uh, method is to, uh, is to sync it you know, after exercise in the morning. Right. And at that time, pull my calorie consumption from the previous day and put it in, pull my weight from the morning and put it in. Right. You know, so anyway, uh, more as we go, but in the meantime, definitely happy with the device functionality wise in terms of like the, the hardware and everything and the software is way better. Uh, we did discover kind of an interesting, uh, uh, deviation. deviation. I'd call it a deviation. Yep. Uh, for me, the body bug was pretty dead on. Pretty, pretty close. Like I mean, we watched enough that if I if I ate what it showed me burning, I held weight. Yep. If I ate less, I lost weight. If, if I ate, ate more, I gained weight. Right. You know? And that's pretty much about two and a half years worth of data, right? Yeah. There. I mean, lots of time right, watching right. it go both ways, and it really yep. worked out. Um, when I switched to the body media, it immediately showed a significantly lower burn. Correct weren't quite sure i th- i mean it was kind of a weird right. time for me so i thought eh, maybe i'm maybe not doing as maybe much you know because yeah. you know like you said the running had gotten maybe a little bit less yeah and, on so purpose because i didn't right. want to tear my joints up and everything. i'm exactly. trying to be, be good about that it's bad i want to yeah, like i more, love doing but, it but i don't want to hurt yeah i mean it's and you can't grow at all you know it's right. like that's not gonna work so but i i i'm like man you know i'm I'm eating 500 over and I'm right. losing weight. Not right. only am I losing weight, I'm losing weight pretty quick. But fast. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, man, I've dropped two, three pounds. This is not working. You no, know, no. and I'm, I was trying to gain at the time. Right, right. So, so I bump up to 900 calories. I'm still right. losing weight. Right. I'm like, oh crap. You're like, what? So I hold out because I'm like, well, maybe it's an maybe aberration. It's, a, it's yeah, still exactly. Because you know? I mean, it happens. You get those, those daily fluctuations. Yeah, three, four days, it can happen with weight. Right, right. Uh, yeah. So two weeks later, three weeks later, I'm still losing weight like mad. Right. I'm like, holy crap. On a gain phase. Yeah. And mm-hmm. at which point we're like, okay, put on a little fat, having trouble maintaining the weight. It's time to switch. You right. Know? Switch back to loss. So, uh, we're like, oh, okay. So I'll eat a 500 deficit. Sure. Well, I, I'm working my way down to that because you, you do not immediately drop 2,000 calories a day. From no. your, it'll mess you up. It's so, not a good not a good option. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Just right. like adding it. You don't yeah, do that you, either. <laughs> uh, so I, I dial it back to pretty much, you know, between zero and 400 over. Right. And I am flat dropping weight like, man, I'm no, dropping two, two pounds a week. Two pounds a week, exactly. You know, and, and it's like, this is not right. You're like that, not at 400 over. Sure enough. So uh, we had, we took a little time today, actually, right before yep. the podcast. We were looking at the state. We actually had pulled up a very similar day. Correct. Uh, work workouts were relatively similar at similar same about times. A, same and about everything. a time during the day, exactly. Yeah, and they're not identical, but they're damn close. Right, right. And we we look at them, and and I'm I'm burning four thousand eighty calories on one, right, and like thirty one hundred on the other one, right. And you're like, huh? 
that doesn't look right. So, so we, we actually it was more than that, but anyway, yeah, more it, difference, it, but, but so, you, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So then we started taking windows during the day right. of like three hour windows from midnight to three. Let's look at it. And it's, right. it's, it's a little short, you know, right. and then three to six, six to mm-hmm. nine, six. To, and it's consistently short. Consistently. No matter what happens, whether right. I'm working out a lot or a little. And in fact, we discovered that it's between, it's between a thousand and fifteen hundred calories short. Right, anywhere from like forty-five to sixty calories an hour less. Which, not surprisingly, right. if you do the math. Exactly. <laughs> this is where we start getting a little, uh, a little thinking about it and going, wait a minute. Yeah. It's one thing. Like again, any one of these things could be one issue. Right. Could be. It could be an anomaly. So we're like, wait a minute. So it it thinks it's about twelve fifteen hundred calories off. Right. And I was eating 500 over, and I'm losing 1,000 a day. You're losing, yeah. So you're losing two pounds a week, which is 1,000 a day huh. deficit. You're like, look. It matches. It works. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, well, crap. You know? <laughs> it's and off by 1,500. Even though it's, 1200. it's somewhere yeah. between 1,000 and 1,500 calories a day. So right. <clears throat> it seems to be consistent, though. But at least, again, the consistency of it at least gives us something to work <laughs> with as a data point. three weeks, it's yeah. showing consistently that much off. Right. So uh, still more data to go to figure it out. Right. And to be honest, if it was consistently off about that much, I, right. I could live with that because I can... You can adjust for it. <laughs> I can so. totally adjust for it. Yeah, it's fine. Right. As long as it was consistent. But it's interesting to me why that would be the case. Right. And that's kind of one of the things we were, we were thinking about we're digging into. Yeah. yeah, we're like, why could... But, you well, know? Yeah, we said we had kind of the same reaction because when I switched <laughs> over to the new one, I looked at my burn and I'm like... Damn, it's a lot I less. I must be lazy. Then I'm like, am I being lazy? <laughs> My first initial thought is, what am I doing wrong? Because I'm not burning the same yeah, 4,000 calories a day. You know, am I, am I moving less? And I've been doing that. I'm like, no, my burn looks about right. So I must not be working out hard enough. So I'm putting, I'm like, I'm not. And, and, uh, and again, so it's, we both had the same reaction of, <laughs> I'm not working out hard enough. It was kind of funny to think that. But, but I have like a ton of data to compare. We were sitting right. here looking at, I have the exact time of day and time spent on, on very, on workouts, what the, day they the all resistance, happen. The cardio workout, whatever it yeah, may be. And we're looking right. at all this data and, and matching it. And we're looking mm-hmm. at these two comparative weeks and we're like, they should these be are not that different. Yeah, they know? should be pretty <laughs> a lot closer than what they are. Yeah, so. I could see 500, 800 calories, but 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 fifteen thousand no. to fifteen hundred average. Uh, yeah, that's you know wrong. But again, that's the again the advantage of going back to a number of podcasts ago when we were talking More about data data, <laughs> data gathering. You have you it. Can't have you enough. Can compare it, and <laughs> and it was funny because I was we were going, hey, we have this. Yeah, let's, let's look, look at it. You know? And uh, the surprising thing was because on the on both of them you can mouse over it and it'll show you in like one point four, five point five, yeah. four point eight. And we're looking at it going. Oh, I was thinking, oh, well, maybe the sleep is going to be like 1.1. I'm like, no, it's 1.4, 1.4. That's about right. Well, maybe the ride. No, it's about the same. It's not that different. It's there, a tiny bit different it's a tiny every bit, minute. But every minute. And that was what was the big <laughs> thing. Is a lot of like, minutes in a day. Yeah. So those little little differences definitely added up. And, and it was it was actually kind of very interesting, almost fun to, to see that and go, okay, because it's not any one thing that you could pick out and go, okay, there's, you know, during my workouts, it's showing me burning 300 calories less or during sleep, you know, I'm burning 400 calories less. Well, I could figure that, but it's just that slight little difference. And, uh, Boy, you are so not kidding though. You can't have enough data, right? That's why I am just a big advocate of 
log every damn thing you can get your hands on. Oh, definitely. Store that data. I mean, you know, if I, if with more time on my hands, I'd put my mood in and other stuff. Too. Oh, There's sure. some great stuff out there. Just Google quantified self. Right. Go down the rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> people have been really smart about like logging their moods. Oh, sure. Very accurately with a simple system every, you know, a number of times every day. Right. And have found lots of connections between their moods and what they eat and their moods and what they do, their moods oh, sure. and, and, and all these other things in their life. And, and once you know, you can tweak it. Oh, definitely. Because you, you know, have you, you're in control. You're, you're in control because you have the data to look at it and go, oh, wait. I can change that. Are my so. moods driving these other things? Are the other things driving mm. my? Be a scientist right. for yourself. You right. know, well, it's there's no kinda, better cause. Yeah. Kind of to that point, I mentioned this on the ride. When we were talking moods yeah. and everything like that. Is by the um, way, a great I, way to make the ride shorter. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> uh, I had uh, a very low sugar. I don't eat much sugar. Really, don't eat a lot of sweets. I don't have that much of a sweet tooth. Um, but uh, my wife Marsha made a uh, some really nice white chocolate uh, peppermint nice. cookies. Tasty, really good. So I had a couple of them. The like, oh, these are good. You know, I'm sitting down at the computer doing some stuff. All of a sudden, I just cannot stay. It's like 4:30 in the <laughs> afternoon, and I cannot stay awake. Yep. I lay down for like a two hour nap I and got up, and I'm like, what? The? And I'm like, oh, sugar crash. Yep. You know, and it was just like, oh my god, it's that. But it was that quick. Just a couple cookies within like a half hour. You know, and I was like, oh, I'm feeling full. And I'm like, wait a minute. My head's back in the chair. My fingers are on the mouse. I'm like, wait, I'm awake. So it's one of those ones that because I don't eat sugar that much, it became very obvious that's what it was. But to your point is the more data you have, you know, it's like I could look at it and go, I've done this before. I've, I've, I've eaten before around the same time I've worked out. I don't have this crash. What's the difference? The only difference was those two cookies. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed them. I loved them. She's a great, great baker at that point. Um, but the rest of them are going to the uh, going to the gym tomorrow. Everybody <laughs> else like, not, not the people working out, but the people I work with. I'll spoil their diets because uh, they're it's okay with it. It's their business. It's their business if they want to have, have it and they're looking forward to it because uh, she's baked cookies for them before too but but again it's that's where again back to the data yeah what was the one major thing that i changed sugar um i'm just uh, i'm not a sugar and me don't get along one thing i've been having a lot of fun with is the uh, sleep tracking from oh i love the sleep tracking that, yeah. that is probably one of my favorite functions from the new body media yep uh same sensors in the device but they've they interpret them during uh you know night hours to determine and rank your sleep right and man, I mean, it's been uh, just to just to share a little, uh, maybe TMI, but what the hell? Sure, um, man, I don't sleep for squat. Yeah, uh, I have learned four yeah, hours a night. You're getting... Actually, it's pretty sad. It it pinged me yesterday. You know how it gives you personal best and right, right. everything. Yep, on everything, no? everything. So I got a personal best for five hours and forty minutes of sleep. Jeez. That's not right. You're like, wait a minute. That's a best. Bad. Yeah, that's not that's good. Bad. My personal best for lying down is seven hours and 40 minutes. Right. Which is pretty close to eight hours. Pretty that's close. Not bad. I was pretty proud of that. Right. But uh, yeah, when I got the first one and it was like personal best, four hours and 30 minutes, I'm like, oh, crap. You're like not getting enough uh, rest. That's not good. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, I mean, I, I think that's probably a significant hindrance to me. Right. 
You know, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm learning. I've been uh, in classic Chuck form. I've been doing a lot of reading. Right. And uh, yeah, I found a, a study that was, it was mentioned on Lifehacker the other day. Okay. And I went and, and yoked the study itself, too, if you're sure. interested. Love to get the uh, But it was out. this Danish study that used these uh, thermal uh, control suits on these poor people that were willing to participate in the study. Right. Uh, that did a sleep study wearing these thermal suits where they could control their skin temperature and core body temperature very accurately oh wow interesting and and found that these differences in skin temperature and body temperature made big differences in sleep oh sure and uh, they found that that you know being cold was a problem but being uh being warm having your skin be warm warmer than it needed to be was worse was was a problem as well right and i had been had issues with that so right. i actually turned down my bed heater a little bit to just enough that i right. would i i wasn't waking up sure but uh it wasn't really hot you know right right and uh sure enough my sleep quality percentage as it ranks it went up from like i was down as low as 35 40 percent yeah i remember you showing me and, that it was like uh, wow yeah now i'm around 65 70 percent going up which, which is, is not bad you know right, right. and I, I along those lines i thought hey i wonder what else is out there so i pulled like 10 or 12 different sleep study uh various studies published in in Except, accepted peer-reviewed journals, right. and I have a pile of them to read now. To read through. So. I'm going to figure it out. You figure know? out what, what is going to cause. I mean, kind of goes yeah. back. We did the, the podcast, Sleep is the Final you know, the final Frontier one back yeah, a while ago. I did it well for a little bit. For a little bit, and then it's right down the toilet. But the nice thing about having the, the, the body media to tell you uh, that is you yeah. see it every morning when you download it. Uh, Dang it. Just, right. It gave me hint, You know, it has its little hints. <laughs> I love those. It, I love them, actually. It kept giving me, like, pointers to studies on how bad, not 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 about how to be better. It was really funny, but these studies on how much it'll screw you up to not sleep enough. I'm like, damn! And then it just gave up. Yeah, it's like fine. You it's broke like it. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you're clearly not listening. Yeah. So screw you. We're you not going to give you any more. I don't suggestions. get any hints yeah. on sleep anymore. <laughs> They're like, you're not listening. Never mind. Though it is funny uh, when I I put in that I wanted to burn 3,200 calories, which I normally used as an indicator for when I blew past it during the day. Right. Right. <laughs> Every day. Right, and uh, uh, I, I don't. I don't even get there most of the time now. Not right. surprisingly, fifteen hundred calories off it. Right, right. I'd have to burn forty seven hundred to get it to sh- show up to show that, yeah. which is a lot. Um, but yeah, exactly. You're like, <laughs> it's wait a, a lot, even for me. Right. But it was. Uh, it keeps giving me hints. It's great. It's like you know, you should try like walking around the office more. And I'm right. like. I did a 10K this morning. Right, right. You know? <laughs> well, I, I always love the one. Um, sure, if, if I know, walk around the office, I maybe I'll get some more, but right. damn. <laughs> or the, the other ones, um, I've got uh, some of the Sundays after we ride, it's like, try 15 minutes on a bike to hit your calorie burn <laughs> for the day. And I'm like, all right, I was just out for an hour, hour and a half. Uh, sure, I can go 15 minutes. It, it's, don't okay. get me wrong, I, 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 it's I really funny. do like I mean, it. They're it's trying, just, it is beta. It is they beta. And, they, and beta. they do that. The, the nice thing about it too, though, is they really do take good feedback on it. So if you, if if it's suggesting something you can type the feedback they will respond they do take it um i love them though just because they are making comments they're trying yeah. they're trying they're another trying. funny one is that you can like so many things it's like you can either lose weight or maintain weight. weight and i'm like Thanks. i want to gain weight 
Yeah, but what I, I'm, I'm gaining weight. So I put it on maintain, right? Same. Which is loss without loss as far as they're concerned. Right, right. I think. Yep. So it, I get funny things all the time, too. Like right. like when I, I run my food close, you know, it doesn't right. think I'm going to eat enough. It'll be like, you should try this great snack. And I'm like, right. I don't eat any of that stuff that you have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the suggestion. The one the one I get. Popcorn with Parmesan cheese. You're like, I'm like really? Mm, it. No, we're Actually, not going to do that. No. So the one I. <laughs> The one I the one I get it's a not lot a bad snack, yeah, but yeah. Um, what being, do you get? What do you get? Being vegetarian is uh, <laughs> they're like you got most of your calories yesterday from carbs. You should be make sure that you're not getting them from the bad carbs, which is a nice suggestion. Is they're true. not saying don't eat Nothing most of your that. calories from carbs, but they're saying you know watch. But I pretty much get that one a daily because again I'm vegetarian, <laughs> so I eat a lot of and and I like I'm carb heavy. I'm sixty to sixty five percent of my calories come from carbs. That works for me for what I like to do, and I found that's a good balance. But I do like the way they phrase it. It's not, hey, you're eating too many carbs. It's be aware of what carbs you're getting. Make sure you're not getting the processed, you know, the, the wheat flour. We ought to do that flour. on a podcast, too. We, oh, we definitely talk about the to. distinction because uh, a, a friend of mine was talking to me about uh, changing his diet recently. And it's real. It's interesting because he's like, yeah, I don't want to eat vegetables because I had too many carbs. And I'm like. Whoa! Hold wait a minute, up. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you're not you're not going to screw yourself over that way. Trust yeah. me. Eat as many as you like. Fill yourself up. You probably won't go over. Yeah. So, but we could. Yeah, we could definitely. We'll have to look that. Do that one for because we could easily spend a full podcast just on that. Totally. So. Well, we should probably wrap up. You got anything to add here? No. I just uh, everyone have uh, a happy new year coming up. Indeed. And, uh, enjoy the uh, enjoy the new year. Well said. See you next week. From everyone here at FitSmart and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have a question for us or you just have something to add to our discussion, we'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 214-296-9229. Just follow the instructions there to leave us a voicemail for inclusion in a future podcast. You can find more FitSmart and some of the friendliest people and fitness geeks around on the GWC website and forum at galacticwatercooler.com. Don't miss the Wolverines Fitness Forum, and don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keeps FitSmart and all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate. We do our best to provide you accurate and valuable information on the FitSmart podcast, but to make personal fitness decisions, you need information tailored specifically to your unique health and life situation. So talk to your doctor or other health professionals before changing your eating or activity. Finally, the opinions expressed here are solely those of the hosts and do not represent those of the podcast network or the host's employers.